0: Hey everyone, this is Chris Lauman, president of Sanctuary. Welcome back to the Academy, where you get the tools, tips, and advice you need to grow your business. Today on the Academy, we're presenting episode five of our series on local SEO for local businesses. Are you in charge of marketing a business that serves a specific town, city, or local region? Would you like to be found online when local people search for what you do? Then this podcast series is for you. Ready to go? Let's jump into it. Getting found online if you're a local business is extremely important. It doesn't happen automatically, though. Google is smart, but if you don't do all the right things, you're not going to know that you exist. In this episode will provide you with some specific information about the offsite tactics that you need to engage in to rank locally online. This will be the last episode in our series around local SEO. So I wanted to take the opportunity to point you back to the four previous episodes that we created around this topic because they all build on each other. Head over there now to ensure that you're doing all the right foundational things when you're getting started. So to get started, We've talked about planning, we've talked about things that you can do on-site, that is, directly on your website, and we've talked about how to set up and optimize your business listings on Google. Optimizing your business listing on Google is an extremely important step in the process of local SEO optimization, and that's why we spent so much time discussing it. But this is also a great example of off-site optimization, that is, work that you do outside of your website That you directly own and control. You do control what shows up in your Google business listing for the most part, and that's why we suggest you start here. But there's a lot more you can and should be doing off site to improve your local SEO. So I'm sure you're asking why would anyone mess with trying to influence things that they can't directly control? Why not just focus on things that you can control, like your website and your listing on Google? Well, this is a great question, and unfortunately, off-site signals are extremely important to Google and why one site ranks above another. A foundational part of the core Google algorithm goes back to the idea of citations. Citations have been used in academic papers forever, and they basically act as a way to give credit to a reputable source of information. The same concept is used by Google with linking from website to website. Basically, the theory goes, if I'm creating content on my website, and then I link to another related website within my content, I'm essentially endorsing this content and saying, this is good stuff, check it out. I'm essentially endorsing this content as reputable, valuable, and trusted. So what happens then is that Google indexes all of these links, and they begin to form a picture regarding what content and websites are trusted and endorsed. This is the core of their algorithm, and there are many more signals and information that they use. But this idea that the links are very important to Google is a critical thing to know. Working to get the links to your website from other websites is the foundation of off-site SEO, and there are many ways to get the job done. So let's talk a little bit about traditional link building first. I know we're talking about off-site tactics, but before we go any further, I need to point out that it's extremely hard to do off-site work without doing the necessary work on-site with creating great content. I know, I know, but think about it. Why would someone want to link to your site if you're not creating any great content? It's just not going to happen. So you need to first create great content on-site before moving to off-site tactics. One simply can't be done without the other. Okay, so you're creating content. What's the next step? Well, there is an art and a science to link building. Entire businesses devote themselves to building links, and you can engage these companies directly if you have the budget. It really can be a full-time job. I also want to mention that it's going to be impossible to tell you everything you need to know about link building in this short podcast. So I encourage you to explore this topic more if you're interested. But here are some ways that you can get some quick wins. Number one, guest posting. Now that you're creating content on your website, you have an opportunity to create content on other websites in the form of guest articles and blog posts. (laughs) I never said this was going to be easy. If you actually have an opportunity to do this, it should be on a high quality site. And ideally, it should be topically related to what you do. An example might be if you're a local bakery and you have an opportunity to write an article for a local food blog. Doing this allows you to reach new customers through your content, but it will also allow you to link to your website from within the content. And this is the holy grail of link building. Number two, competitor backlinks. Chances are your competitors have links to their website too. And it can be a good tactic to identify where they've received links. And maybe you'll be able to do the same. It may not always be possible, but it's worth checking out what you can learn from your competitors. To do this, you'll need to do some research and use a tool that will help you find the links. There are many options, such as Ubersuggest, SEMrush, and Moz.com. Number three, just ask. Link building can be hard, but sometimes it just pays to ask. Doing this effectively involves process and tact. Many times you're going to lose more than you win, But if you have a system for identifying link opportunities and then systematically asking for links back to the great content you're creating, you'll slowly begin to get some wins. And as I mentioned, when you get links back to your content from quality related content, even a minimal amount of high quality links could be the thing that helps your website rise above the competition. Quality will always win out over quantity. So keep this in mind as you work on your own link building strategies. So we mentioned in episode one that you need to create a NAP for your business. To recap, NAP stands for name, address, and phone number, but it's so much more. Your NAP is all the information about your business that you want to distribute online. It needs to be done in a consistent manner. Making sure to document all this information in a central location ensures that your information is being used and distributed consistently in the future by anyone that is working to build citations online for your business. Consistency is critically important when you're doing this, so every off-site reference to your business is identical. If your business is named the Rainbow Bar and Grill, and you have listings online that are even slightly different, search engines could consider these listings to be different businesses entirely. The Rainbow, Rainbow Grill, Rainbow Bar and Grill, Rainbow Bar LLC are all inconsistent with your actual business name. If these names are distributed inconsistently online, at a minimum, it could be a huge missed opportunity. The same goes for your phone number, your address, and many other elements of your NAP. So it'll pay to formalize all of this so it's consistent once it's out in the wild. Once it's out there, it can be hard to make changes. So when we talk about distributing your nap, we basically need to submit all of this information to other search engines and websites that use this local business information. That could be anything from niche search engines like yelp.com to data aggregators that distribute information to directories and even apps that need business information for GPS. As you can imagine, doing this manually would be a massive amount of work. The best way to get this done correctly is to work with a company that knows how and where to submit this information in the most efficient manner possible. How this information is distributed can be complex, but if you work with a reputable company, it can be done very efficiently and at a relatively low cost. Once this has been done, you begin to build a solid foundation of citations that point to your website. These citations are not going to be quite as valuable as the direct links that you get from other websites to your content. After all, Google never wants things to be too easy when it comes to SEO. But these citations begin to form a clear picture of your business in the eyes of Google. This is a critical aspect to understand. Distributing your business information to create citations is not link building. This is citation building. Doing this effectively is a singularly important tactic because it sends a big, important signal to Google from possibly thousands of sources. It reinforces the name of your business and that you're a real business where you say you're located. It reinforces exactly where you are and how people can contact you. And it consistently reinforces what you do, just to name a few. All of these citations online will also begin to send separate signals that will work together to form an additional picture about the reputation of your business in the form of things like reviews and ratings. All of these off-site signals work together, and Google ultimately uses them to decide if your business is going to be the right result to return for a customer's local search query. Before we move forward, I want to make a quick note about secondary search engines. Google is the big dog. Google currently controls and 90% market share of search. But that doesn't mean that you should stop there and not consider any of the additional search engines. Bing.com shouldn't be forgotten because they have a solid chunk of the market share due to their connection with Microsoft. You can set up and optimize your business listing with Bing just like you do with Google. And when we talk about search engines, you might be surprised to hear that we consider social media sites to be search engines too. Set up and optimize your business listings on Facebook and Instagram and any other platform that's relevant. People use these sites as search engines to find the content and connect with the businesses in their area. It would be a missed opportunity not to explore the opportunities here before moving forward. So working with a professional company to automatically distribute your nap is an important first step, but there is more that you can do to increase the number and the quality of your citations by manually claiming and optimizing priority citations. When I say priority citations, this is going to be different for every business. We mentioned Yelp.com previously. If you're a local restaurant, you'll want to manually go through the process of properly claiming and optimizing your business listing on this site. But if you're a manufacturer of ball bearings, Yelp.com. Is not going to be a priority citation for you. People on Yelp are looking for places to eat in their local area, and it's not going to be worth it to spend a lot of time optimizing your listing here. It's not going to hurt you to be listed on sites like Yelp, and it's certainly another citation that helps to form the big picture in Google's eyes. But there will likely be many more opportunities to claim and optimize your business listing on search engines, directories, and niche sites that directly relate to your business. The same idea goes if you're, say, a law firm. There are many niche sites such as finelaw.com and lawyers.com that you should consider getting listed on, whereas a restaurant would not have a need to be listed here. Finding these opportunities is going to take a little bit of legwork. Again, there are specialist companies that will help you to do this ongoing. But if you know your industry and you can begin this process and unlikely cover many great opportunities yourself with just a little bit of effort. Once you've found the sites, the process of getting listed and approved will be different for every site. Each site will provide its own opportunities to build and optimize your business listing, but your core NAP data will again be your foundation here. Once you've distributed your NAP and claimed your primary citations, there's still more work that you can do to build citations and ultimately a clear picture about your business online. You can do this by getting your business listed on structured citation sites like directories. Again, let me stress this is not link building. Getting your business listed on a directory is quite honestly easy, and Google does not like easy. When it comes down to it, it's just a matter of putting in the time to claim and optimize these links. Remember how I explained that a link is essentially an endorsement of your content or your business? Well, there is nothing about a directory listing that ensures that the link is an endorsement by anyone. It's simply a reference, along with a lot of other similar companies. As you can suspect, Google knows this, and this is an important idea to remember. Not all links are created equal. There is no endorsement here, It's just a listing. So use your own judgment about how much time you're willing to put in at this level. It all figures into the signals that your citations send to Google, and it's all important. But at some level, you're going to have diminishing returns. There are millions of directory websites online, and some are more important than others. Some examples of priority structured citations may include Best of the Web, AboutUs.com, Spoke.com, Blogorama, yellowpages.com, hotfrog.com, superpages, nextdoor.com, local.com, your local chamber of commerce, the Better Business Bureau, and many more. A great example of a structured citation for a marketing business like mine is a site like Clutch. This site allows anyone to create a business listing and they do a great job at categorizing companies and helping people to find the right service provider. Not only is this listing free and it contributes another citation to our list, but it also does a good job of driving actual traffic to our website every month. Next, let's talk briefly about unstructured citations. Unstructured citations are a little more random where you might be the only business listed on the page. Unstructured citations can be more difficult at times to establish, but many more are simply the result of identifying the opportunity, and just asking. As we mentioned previously, the best example of an unstructured citation is a link where you're the only link on the page within the content. These are the most valuable and the hardest to get, and asking for the link isn't going to work most of the time. But there are many more opportunities to get unstructured citations if you're willing to put in the work. Some examples of unstructured citation opportunities may include Best of lists, social media mentions, off site posts and updates on Google, blog comments, forum comments, answers to questions online, and news snippets. Again, actively pursuing citations like this will have diminishing returns as you go deeper. We only have so much time in the day to actually pursue tactics like this. The best way to do this is to just do it naturally. Engage with people online and participate. Be helpful. When you do this, you have an opportunity to get unstructured citations around your business naturally. And if this doesn't resonate with you as a valuable use of your time, you can always look at this work as another way to drive traffic directly to your business online. Every time you help someone, every time you give a little bit of advice, every time you make a post with a link to your site, it's just another opportunity To create visibility for what you do online and to hopefully drive another customer to your business. So, in closing, doing all this work is an important local SEO tactic, but many businesses don't have the time or the knowledge to do it right. This is a huge opportunity for those of you in the know. How far do you go? That's the big question, and it doesn't have a simple answer because there are many factors such as the competitiveness of your industry and how aggressive your competition is online with their own SEO activities. But if I could give you a little bit of advice to help you with your next steps, focus on quality over quantity. If you focus on the priority things that I've mentioned here and ultimately spend your limited time on things that result in high quality links and fully optimized structured citation listings, you're gonna go much farther ahead than most of your competition. 10 high-quality unstructured links is going to be more valuable than 100 structured directory listings. So use your time wisely. Simplicity may ultimately be the best approach in the end. This has been the Academy Podcast, where you get the tools, tips, and advice you need to grow your business. As always, thanks for listening. Please visit us at academypodcast.com to find your way to more great content. You can stay connected with us on social media or by subscribing to emails that are full of additional news, advice, downloads, webinars, and special content. The Academy is a service of Sanctuary. Visit us online at sanctuarymg.com if you need a partner to help you grow your business. If I can help you in any way, please connect with me on social media or email me directly at Chris, C H R I S, at sanctuarymg.com. Thanks again for listening. And I hope we'll connect again soon in the near future.